an ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. All right, in today's episode, I sit down with Amy Ronick and we go over Amy Ronick's goals, but we also are going to be moving the energy that is keeping Amy from possibly manifesting these goals. A lot of times our brain can comprehend these goals and we can be working to achieve them. But if we have energy in our space that's keeping us in resistance to these things that we're trying to manifest, we're going to wind up feeling stuck. So we're not going to feel like we're bringing in the things that we want. So throughout this episode, I'm going to help Amy move out the energy where she's feeling resistance in her body, not necessarily in her mind, because these are goals that she sat down and she outlined as something that she wants to achieve. So throughout this episode, I'm going to help Amy get her brain and her body on the same page so that she is a goal achieving machine. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the Affiliate Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this podcast, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll get to witness healings as well as hear from my mentors, teachers, and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for the last 14 years. My connection with energy is so strong, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. So Amy and I have been having some issues with audio and then Wi-Fi and then Zoom. So this is some crazy shit that the internet doesn't want to come out. Exactly. Uh, Breaking a lot of rules here. Basically, the point of today's podcast is to help Amy with her goals. So two weeks ago, I helped Mark move out some resistance around his new business and some of the goals that he has. He was channeling an angel, actually, by accident that was talking to him about his life path. And so when we were going through what the angel said, I started noticing that there was resistance to him owning what the angel was saying that his path was supposed to be. We moved the resistance and Mark felt a lot better, right? He, he felt more expanded. He felt like he was okay. actually sitting up straighter. He was more capable of attaining his goals. So of course, Amy, I felt bad for because, you know, she was just hanging out on the call, <laughs> cheering him on and always right. cheering him on in life because they're married. And so I was like, Amy, why don't we do exactly what people at home would be doing, which is to write down their goals and then really pick it apart and see where maybe they might have resistance. I was doing this with Fenella and, you know, it was interesting how you can just write a statement and then you want to own it, you know, up in your head. And we talk about this, you know, in the podcast, but also it's so hard. First of all, welcome, Amy. Thanks. <laughs> this is our third <laughs> welcome, by the way. You've welcomed me three times. Exactly. <laughs> I feel welcomed. <laughs> so a lot of times with our goals, like we have them in our head, right? But our body might not really be in alignment with that. It might not be in agreement right. with that truthfully, our body is much larger energetically speaking than our brain and also much our heart is much stronger than our brain in terms of energy. So we need to have them in alignment. We need to have them in sync if we really want to be the strongest magnet possible to bring in the experiences that we want to attract, which would be the goals that we want to have, right? So the thing Mm -hmm. that we want to experience. So Amy, thank you for volunteering to share your goals. So Amy and I have not gone over her goals. I have no idea what they are. 
I did look at your energy and I saw that we are talking about the sixth chakra and the second chakra. So sixth chakra would be what you're projecting out to the world. So that would be related to goals. You know, you want to be sending that signal out to the world. But I saw it was getting caught up with emotion. And the resistance is in the emotion, in the second chakra. Mm. So, you know, also second chakra can contain energy and information around feelings as well as sexual energy and creation and creativity and finances. We got to look at all that programming that might be, you know, hanging out in there that might be keeping you from being able to manifest what you want. So I also have to say that I pulled a card for today. And okay. yeah, so the card was freedom. So I was like, I think Amy's going to like that one. <laughs> oh, I love it because that is really part of my number one goal is freedom in so many different ways. Yeah I, figured you'd, yeah, I figured you'd love that. Um, so I, I'm talking about the mother's, yeah, mother's wisdom deck. So I can drop a link okay. for that. Yeah. So I pulled out the freedom one. She's on a horse and she's just like riding it like crazy, letting the oh. wind blow through her hair. So text me a picture of that one. I sure, need, I need I that one. I'll put it so, on my vision board. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So also what was interesting was I asked spirit what we were going to go over and it said owning her outcome. So that's what we did with Mark. We owned his outcome. And I thought that was interesting that spirit said that. So here we go. So tell me what is one of your goals that you're working on? One of the goals I'm working on is living my purpose, figure out what my purpose is. I know it's helping people in some way, making the world a better place doing something that I am passionate about, that I get joy and can also bring me financial freedom as well. Okay. Uh, So that's a lot. (laughs) So we can break that down. Yeah. So let's do that. So, I mean, I, my purpose is my biggest one in the sense of like, what is my why, you know, what is my, what, what is my driving force? I don't want to just have a job and a career. I want it to be part of my life. You want it to have meaning and purpose for you. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So aim, that's like a huge ask right there for your number one. So do you feel, and it's okay that you have that ask. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have that ask. What I'm trying to say is it's, it's several questions. It's several. Right. We're going to have to dive deeper into. I mean, but I think that part of it is that like Mark and I have a vision, like we have a vision, ironic media is our, you know, we're doing this together. So that's the business that we're building. So I do have a path toward that. I do kind of understand what my purpose is, not exactly how I'm going to utilize it, but there's a lot of work to be done. It's it's, it's a big goal of ours to build a successful business. So maybe if we break it down a little bit more, that's not so, you know, broad. So your goal is, as well as Mark, is to have Ironic Media be successful. So that would be the first thing you would write at the top of the paper. Ironic Media is successful. So what does successful mean to you? Because right now it's kind of like if you energetically were to look at it, it's sort of like it's all over the place. Like there's really nothing defining what success means to you and Mark. So this is something that since you guys are trying to manifest it together, it would be something that would be great for you guys to also talk about together. But we can we can go through it right now, and so then you can also see if he's in alignment with those things, and and probably you can answer some questions on his behalf. Right. So, what does a successful business look like to you? To me, I think the success of the business would be us to be able to help other people get their messages out to the world, and to help make the world a better place. This is the easiest way of saying it. But right. To me, is would be the success of our business. That's our why. Our why is to help people be happier, lead better lives, be healthier, you know, 
get the support they want. I think that if we're getting those messages out, that's a sign of success. So um, how many people are you thinking? See, that's a question, you know. Millions. Okay, so millions is different though if you look at it from the perspective of one person, one of the people that you're helping could be help reaching millions or you right. can ha- how many people are you working with that have podcasts, right? So you right. know, that are then helping millions. So right. which way Got do it. you want to define your success? Like, so you want to get real specific about it. At the end of the day, you guys would be happy laying your heads down on your pillow and saying many, many people or millions of people were reached mm-hmm. today. So yeah. you, so that it can be as simple as that. You don't necessarily have to say, I want to be working with 10 podcasters or I want to be working with five or a hundred. You know, what matters is right. that your the their messages Our are messages the, are reaching millions of people on a right. daily basis. Okay. So in how many millions? You know, this is something that actually Mark and I have been starting to talk about. Like these are the things that we're starting to talk about that we know that we need to do. We haven't sat down and done that. So this is the initial stages of it. So that's like a conversation I want to have with Mark is like, what's your vision? Like how many people do you want to reach? I mean, 10 million, 100 million, you know, like I think that's his thing, you know, that's his, that's his territory. How many would you like to help? Ultimately, I think you should think big, a billion, a billion <laughs> okay. listeners, you know? Okay. Right. Okay. So, so now Amy, I want you to imagine yourself putting your head on your pillow and saying to yourself, I reached a billion people today. Now you're, I'm feeling a lot of tightness in your chest and in your shoulders and in your neck and even in your forehead and your face. So maybe a billion seems like too much right now. Yeah. I think it's a little too much. I would say a hundred million. Okay. So a hundred million, you do relax a bit. There's still a lot of tension in your face. So it's not necessarily that you need to go smaller. It's that we need to find out what's behind that responsibility. What's behind the sense of responsibility that you feel for helping a billion people? What does that make you like? Why do you tense up? Like what's going on? It feels daunting. It's a big task to go from thousands of listeners to going to that. It's a big task. And there's a lot of work to be done and it's just the beginning. So I think it's just kind of like the unknown. Okay. So that's a linear thinking. Now, what I like to do when linear thinking comes up is think of all the times where there something happened that wasn't linear. So like someone makes an investment and then all of a sudden that's the thing that everybody wants, right? You know, Mm -hmm. and it was just maybe their intuition and they wound up grabbing that thing. So we know of circumstances where there's exponential growth without as right. much effort, right? In your mind, helping a billion people feels overwhelming. That's because you have a feeling that you're going to have to put a lot of effort into it. Is that true? A little w- bit. And just, that I'm, and just in an area that I don't know, it's new, it's changed. Right. So if you take a deep breath in and out, let's take a deep breath in and out. You have a program where you have to work hard in order to get what you want right? That's the program. Mm -hmm. Is that freedom? Mm -hmm. No. Right. It's the antithesis of freedom. So where do you feel that in your body, Amy, of this idea that you have to work hard to be successful? I feel it's in my throat. Interesting. I I feel it in your third chakra. So I feel it like a clenching in your stomach area. Mm. So, and I see something that's like a crank that you're just like, Oh, I'm going to crank this out. Mm-hmm. Um, so take a deep breath in and out. Okay. Yeah, I do feel that. Oh God, it makes me want to throw up. 
So that's probably some information and energy around what you felt you wanted to say in those times where you were trying to crank out things, mm-hmm. right? Or to be successful. So in the throat chakra, what I'm seeing is that this like need, this wanting to express the frustration for having to, feeling like you have to crank out this stuff. So let's take a deep breath in and out. Uh, and let's see. You mean like crank out, like crank out. Crank out that. tasks. So like do tasks that you like, don't yeah. want to do. Yeah. From the work that we've done together, what do you think is better? Doing things that you love to do or things that you don't want to do? Of course, I love to do. Right. right. Is it really worth it if you're putting this negative energy behind those things? Right. It's probably going right. to be a fail anyway. Yeah. Let's take a deep breath in and out. I'm seeing your dad's energy about cranking out work and working really hard and like nose to the ground. So let's take a deep breath in and out and let's try to release that. So we always want to ask ourselves like, where would I have gotten this program? What would make me believe this? What makes me think this? And a lot of times it's from your childhood. It's usually from your family. It's usually from your lineage, but it can also be Mm -hmm. social programming, which definitely in social programming, there's this understanding that you have to work hard to get ahead, right? Nothing comes easy. Right. Yeah. You said that pretty easily, right? You said that like it was right <laughs> at your fingertips. So yeah. take a deep breath in and out. But I, it's like, I, I know that's not true. I do know that's not true. Like I know in that your you head. To, in my head. But not in your heart. In my your program. Body. Right. Yeah. Right. So like I said, we want to be on the same page with our head and our body. And if our body Correct. is telling us that's scary, no, don't do that. That's going to make me get sick. There you go. Now Amy's yawning. Good. Take another deep Clear breath. Clear my energy. Out. So when we yawn, we're letting go of unconscious programming. <sighs> so we are ascending right now, like on the planet, like our energies are getting higher. We're letting go of programming. We're letting go of trauma. We're going from this like right, wrong, third dimension understanding. There's one way to do things to moving through our heart space and doing things with love more often. And then to the fifth chakra, go ahead, go ahead yawn, <laughs> which is just- and You're so programmed to not yawn in front of people because you think that like you're boring them. <laughs> so you're trying to hold it back. Yeah. When you hold it back, it's like, like trying to hold in a sneeze. It hurts. Right. <laughs> right. So- this fifth chakra that we're supposed to be in, uh, or sorry, fifth dimension that we're supposed to be in is all about speaking our truth without having to feel like we need to prove something without worrying about how other people are going to judge us. You know, it's just this understanding of like, you do you and I'll do me and, you know, I'll meet you where you are and I'm not going to judge you and we're going to work together the best we can. And that's why you want to do what you want to do with Mark. You want to have a successful podcast with him because you love him, because he's on a mission and you support that mission. You want to be a part of something that really helps to educate a lot of people. And we want to work together. Like we've always said from being in a relationship, like we work well together. Like we, we have good compatible, you know, skills that kind of balance each other, (laughs) balance each other out. So yeah, this has always kind of been our plan is that we are going to do something together. Cool. Okay. So take a deep breath in and out. I'm seeing the energy from your third go all the way up to your fifth. So it's starting to clear. So let's take a look at that now. I see you owning the hundred million people way more than before. I don't see you owning the billion yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how do you- That'll be in the next phase. 
Yeah. So tell me, what? how do you feel about 100 million people hearing? Feels good, right? Yeah, it feels good. Right? It feels possible. It's exciting. Yeah. I can see your eyes are even brighter and you can kind of see the outcome, right? It's, it's easier to own. It doesn't feel overwhelming, right? Would you like to own a billion listeners? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Not, and <laughs> let me not just be own. clear. Not, you know not what I mean? Own. own her outcome of helping to send the message to a billion lis- listeners. Correct. Yeah. That sounded weird. I think they knew what I meant. Yeah. I know what you mean. Okay. So let's see. Ooh, it's starting to shift. So sometimes we just have to say what we want and really get comfortable saying it out loud, right? A lot of times we don't say what we want out loud because we're for fear of judgment, for fear of shame, vulnerability. Vulnerability is a huge thing, right? For people really when we're vulnerable, that's when life really starts. You know, that's really where we start to feel connection with people. We start to feel happiness. We start to feel joy because if we're blocking out all those other feelings, we were also blocking out joy. That's what, you know, Brene Brown talks about. So I 100% agree. I 100% agree. Good. So let's take a deep breath in. Yeah. And let's take a look at that 1 billion listeners. Now, what I see right now, Aim, that it seems more possible, but there's now a piece of you that's like, well, what if this information that's going out to a billion people is not correct or it's wrong or there's some kind of feeling in your heart chakra of needing to control the information that's going out. Do you feel that from your heart chakra? Yeah. I honestly don't. Okay. So how do you feel about the 1 billion people right now? I mean, it just seems like a very large amount, but I get more excited just the more, I don't know, the number's not, it's a sticking point for me. I just want like, I just imagine like lots of people talking about it and hearing and being excited about things. And like, I just see the buzz kind of more than like the number. It's hard for me to focus on a number plus a billion versus a hundred million. Like it's all just a lot. Right. It is a lot. It's very hard to comprehend. I do love those like analogies that are like, you know, tell you how to, so you can comprehend it. But I still feel this tugging in your heart chakra, this sense of responsibility for the, what is being delivered to the world. And, and so it, while the billion seems possible, you haven't owned it. It doesn't feel like you're owning it. Good. She's, she's owning folks. (laughs) Take another deep breath Mm -hmm. in and out. So aim, why would you feel responsible for what other people hear or interpret? Is there any way that we I don't know. Is that my empath? Right. Well, is there any way that we can control what people hear or what, how they receive things? Can we do that? No, you can't control that. Okay. There you go. People receive things. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah. Oh, 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 I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm sorry. I'm a little slow on the uptake. It's okay. You can't pay, you can't be responsible for how other people take things. Right. So is it, is it better to present the information and those that are of a vibrational match will find it? And they'll right. do with it what they want, what they're ready for and what they're ready for rather than right. withholding the information and not even making it available. Right. So take a deep breath in and out. I'm helping AB's body become in more alignment with it by just allowing the energy to leave of that responsibility that she and Mark will choose people to help with the podcast because it will be people that they believe in their message and they believe in what they have to say and their intuition is saying it's a go, right? Right. So take a deep breath in and out. 
So you're not just going to willy nilly pick up people off the street and be like, do you want to do a podcast? No, it has to feel right. Right. Right right partners. Absolutely. So you guys are on board with that. So that's wonderful. Okay. So take another deep breath in and out. What I once saw as a tug in your heart space of that sense of responsibility, kind of being afraid of what might show up for people if they listen to the wrong thing or you've delivered the wrong thing. It now looks like I'm really glad that I made I presented that information and they can do what they want with it. That's what I'm seeing okay, in the space. So take a deep breath in and out. And so the hundred billion hundred million now feels way easier to achieve, right? Within your energy field. Does that even feel I think we already got it. Yeah, it feels like that, right? And yeah. how, let's see how does a billion feel. Okay, so it's interesting. Go ahead. See, tell me how what you think. It feels like it could happen. Right. Good. And that's what we want. It could happen, but there's no attachment to it, right? There's right. this sense of like, okay, if that's what God wants me to do or what the plan is or the universe needs of me, then let's reach a billion people, but I have no attachment right. to it. Right now, it feels like you can successfully own a hundred million listeners to the podcast that you are hosting. So let's take another deep breath in and out. What else does it mean to be successful? So your message is being delivered, not your message, but your message of hope and healing through the people Mm -hmm. that you are helping to deliver that message gets to them. So what else is important to you? Well, I think that one can, that this is going to be something that we're doing for a living that can support our family and support our lives financially. Okay. What does that look like to you? That's a really good question. It feels again, like it gets are, all over the are, place, these right? These are my newer goals. These are my newer goals that I, as in the last couple of weeks. So we haven't, I haven't put as much thought around it as I plan to. So this okay. is a really good process for me. Okay. So, so let me ask you something, Aim. Have you not put effort into it because you were afraid to ask for it? I think it's a little, yeah, I think I have a hard time quantifying. Like I, I make statements, but I have a hard time quantifying because I think I'm, yeah, I get nervous and scared about actually picking a number. Right. And it's not so much about the number, but it's more about how you feel. And yes, we're not talking about like... Like what is financial success? Financial success means to be able to basically travel, which is one of my goals. Okay. To be able to live in a simple but nice place, be able to do the things I want to do in life. Nothing crazy, but I just want to be able to have the means to be able to have financial freedom and be able to do the things I want to do and be able to contribute to the society and be able to, you know, give money away as I want and be able to do the things I want to do. Yeah. Right. Right. So we don't really need to focus on a number there. What we want to focus on is those things that you just said. Now, if you really wanted, you could go and you could say, okay, with travel, I want to travel three times a year or four times a year. How many weeks per year? Where are you staying? What are you doing? Do you own those houses or not? So that's where you can go even deeper with all this. So we've started a little bit of that. I've started a little bit of that. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do and what our five-year plan is versus our 10-year plan and definitely started to do that. One of the things we want to do is travel around the United States. So we're thinking about getting an RV and traveling around after our kids go to college and seeing the United States. But down the road, I would like to, you know, find some place to live that and then possibly have another home that we can go to like, you know, two months out of the year or whatever it is. Like, you know, right. those are the types of things I'm thinking about. So those, those are the types of things I'm planning. 
am writing down as my goals in my journal. Great. And it sounds like Mark is the perfect partner for that because he seems on board with that. Yes, he is. He says he'll go anywhere I go. Aw. Okay. <laughs> so, and a nice simple place um, to you, is that a house that you have to take care of or is it an apartment? Is it, you know, right. where you live now? So ultimately, like after we travel, I'd like a house somewhere. Um, we talk about moving out west somewhere. And then I'd like vacation home, possibly like in enough, like a Costa Rica or somewhere like that's more simplistic place to live that's very outdoors and very uh, more spiritual and have like a retreat place to go to. Okay. So that's, and, you know, maybe go there, you know, four months out of the year or something like that or to okay. travel there. So aim when I saw you talk about, and I'm saying energetically, when I saw you talk about moving out West, there was pain in your heart and throat. So I'm guessing that has to do with leaving your roots that you've planted here and right. starting fresh. Yeah. So let's take a deep breath in and out about that. I'm seeing already the energy moving, just acknowledging that. So sometimes we like to just skip right past where the pain is, right? And just think, I can do it. It's going to happen. It's going to be fine. But what we can do is we can just shift our reticular activating system to make it okay for us. Because when we pull up our roots, for instance, actually my sister, older sister is moving from New Jersey to South Carolina today. So when we pull up, yeah, when we pull up our roots, there is a natural inclination within our body to get scared because we're moving away from the tribe. It's like a very primal feeling, first chakra, safety threat, right? Because you don't know who you can depend on, where you're going to this new place, right? But in reality, those people are still there. They may not be physically close, but they're still part of your network. They're still part right. of your family. They right. still would help you in a moment's notice, you know, in the ways that they could. So we want to take a deep breath in and out. When you said that, I know it. I mean, I, I know it because I, I've had this excitement. I've been talking about it forever because as the more people you tell, the more people it's out there. It's like, that's how I've been operating. So I've always kind of like, I'm moving out West, but there is this piece in me that like my entire family lives here. My parents who are in their seventies live here. Mark's parents live here. My kids, I don't know where they'll be, you know, like when right. we'll be in college, they'll be in college, but it's that, do I really want to leave here? But I do. Right. <laughs> it's right. Just the root, it's the root. That's exactly what it is. Right. And so let's take a deep breath in and out. And let's see where there might be some energy and information that's in this lifetime that appears to be keeping you from feeling like it's a good idea to do this. Because we all know those people who can just move from place to place to place. And it seems like as if they have no clue that they (laughs) put roots down. But then other people, you know, they just don't, don't want to move and they stay in the same place for their whole life what might make that difference is maybe energy. It also could be personality, but so let's take a deep breath in and out. I'm seeing around 17. uh, There's a uh, crack almost in your energy near your heart chakra. So I'm guessing that would be around college, you know, time Uh, you're 17 though. So did you go to school at 18? I was 18 when I went to school college. So did you move when you were 17 or um, let's see. Take a deep breath in and out. I really feel a lot of heartbreak um, at 17. 
And when it's consistent like this, I know that there's something to it. Could it be a person, like a guy? Yeah, I was I was thinking about that, but why would that have to do? It's tied into obviously with you moving and feeling right. safe. Did you have a boyfriend and then you had to break up in order to go to college? No, because okay. I, I kind of I dated a guy to, when I was seventeen, not for very long, but I really liked him, and he broke up with like he got back together with his ex girlfriend. I only dated him for like a month or so, but I really liked him, and I was really it was my first like heart like real heartbreak. I mean, I really don't think it impacted me like that. Well, see, we, yeah, we, we sometimes don't know the impact energetically. So it actually does feel like a vibrational match to what you're describing. So let's take a look at that Mm. more deeply. Let's take a look at that closer because it wasn't a blindsiding kind of deal. Like where you were like, why, why are we breaking up? Yeah. Okay. So sometimes that can create a program that's like, I don't necessarily see what's coming. I could be in for heartbreak, right? the need to control. So I know that has been an issue that you've been wanting to work on for most of your life. I want to control circumstances, right? We did a lot of work around that. So let's take a deep breath in and out. So when we're following our heart, which we were, it didn't work out, right? Technically with him at that Mm -hmm. time. 17, you know, there's, you said it was your first real heartbreak. That can be a real strong program and energy stamp. Yeah. So I did, I mean, it was a very short time, but and it's weird because it's, I don't know if it was, I don't think it was really him that I liked that much. I think it was just like the idea and I was really attracted to him. And I think I was just like, really like, I was really excited about it. And then it just blindsided me. And I was, I remember being really sad. It was like the first time someone ever broke up with me that I'm like really like sad. Okay. You know? so, so. What, so if we were to look at the, an analogy of you moving out West, it's something that you're really excited about, something that you'd really love. Oh, yeah. there it is. Do you see that? <laughs> ah. <laughs> Take a deep breath in and out. So that, if, it can, that it can change. Yeah, and that it can change, change and you could get blindsided and it might not be that great. So sometimes we don't take the leap in things because we're afraid of getting hurt. And then sometimes we get afraid that the dream will end, right? So like, mm-hmm. it's nice to dream about going to Colorado or wherever mm-hmm. out West. But then what if you go out there and you don't really like it? Yes. Well, it's that. And it's like, what if we don't find a place that I can afford or a place that is great? Or, you know, like, it's like the unknown. Again, it's the unknown. Right. And so, it's something that you're so excited about, right? Right. And so sometimes we don't want to uh, let go of that excitement, right? Because it makes us feel alive to think that something great is coming. But, you know, you wouldn't want to stay stuck in that, right? You wouldn't want to stay stuck no. in, in like not knowing whether or not it worked out, right? So take a deep right. breath in and out. I try to move that heartbreak out, reprogram, shift. Okay. So there's still more in there. Do you, do you feel comfortable saying his name? Yeah, Ethan. Okay. <laughs> Ethan, if you're out there. <laughs> Ethan. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, I know his sister now. It's like weird. Like, I mean, it, so Mark t- knows who he is. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know. I, it's, it's, it's funny <laughs> though. I'm by now. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, okay, so take a deep breath in and out. All right. So let's take a look at, okay. So what I'm seeing here is there was a sense of what did I do wrong? What didn't I see? Okay. That's Mm -hmm. coming up. So again, if you move across the country, what did, and and you get there, what didn't I see? Like what, that's a whole vulnerability issue. It's like, what, what should I have known? What should I have known that I didn't? And so that vulnerability again is what's going to keep you from, there you go. She's yawning. There we go. 
would you rather just go out west and try it out and see if you liked it and maybe find out that it didn't work out for you than to not try it all? Yeah. Tune into what it would feel like to not actually do that. You're like, I feel oh. like suffocated. Yeah, yeah. You suffocated. feel all coiled up and and right. yeah, like you want to throw up and scream and vomit. Yeah. Yeah. I've lived here in my entire life except for four years of college. Like I love it here. I love raising my kids here, but I am like screaming to like just go and change and like explore right. with Mark. <laughs> so it it just feels way more in alignment with the freedom that you're looking for in life. You want yeah. to be able to go and see new places, live new places, right? And right. we That's and, why when you said and I've been obsessed with this RV trip. Like I want to rent my house out and go on an RV for one plus years and I, and when you said freedom I'm like, "Hello." Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. So aim, can you tune into so. the energy around uh the roots like w- what we were talking about? it was giving you anxiety to pull up your roots. But now what do you see? How do you feel? I'm okay with it. Like, I still feel like when I think about the anxiety, I still think there's like maybe a three there. Okay. So I see that you're like, yeah, my roots are there and they'll always be there. Like you don't go, when you take out a tree, you know, you're not going to get all the roots. They're going to stay. So that's what I saw. It was like, your roots are there. There's no way that your roots are going to leave the energy of your imprint in that society is right. And so you feel okay with the fact that you, you once belong there. Good. She just yawned again. So take another deep breath in and out. And let's take a look at this understanding of you going to Colorado and, or I keep saying Colorado, but I'm just out West because to yeah. me, I'm like, I'm out West. Um, I'm making out a move. West. Yeah. Making You're a move. calling us. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Take a deep breath in We're going to pull our RV. Do you have any place you could park it near you? We can just no. camp out in your driveway. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually a little bit you could park there probably, but actually right across ah! the street. <laughs> you Hilarious. Can, we'll be there a, in a couple of years. Yeah, parking lot. Well, maybe that's why, you know, the RV kind of settled in because I was like, we don't really know where we want to live. Maybe we'll just, and I want to see the country. Maybe we'll see where we want and get a feel for it. So then it would ease up on my particular activating system, getting nervous of every, you know, when you think about committing, uh, about committing to an area, committing. Right. Committing to something I don't know. You know, it's like, let's try things out. Yeah. So I just took a look at the energy, you know, that was related to Ethan and moving and, you know, this idea of like, I'm I'm excited to move, but I I don't know if it'll work out. I'm scared that it might not work out. That seems to have dissipated and you are only remembering the fact that you're really glad that you had that experience with Ethan. She's shaking her head. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So now take a look. It's hard because I really... I didn't know I felt that way. I didn't know that was a program in me. Sorry. But I do think about like, if, if I do bring name brings up, I always, oh, that was sad. I, he did break my heart. I do remember that now. Like I didn't ever think yeah. that it bothered me. But How I does I do it feel that. now? Do you really feel like he broke your heart or, or you feel mostly just no. the, good, the good feelings? I think I was more just what you said. It felt like blindsided and felt like not secure. Like, okay, that, that happened. It like knocked me upside down. Like what else can happen? And I think that's really what stung so much to me. Not that I liked him so much, but that I was just tossed aside very quickly. So take a deep breath in and out. And now I'm going to bounce back up to this podcast venture that you have with Mark. And we're going to take a look at that to see if anything has shifted in terms of you owning your outcome with that. Mm-hmm. So take a deep breath in and out because you're excited to work with Mark. It feels like it could be good. And yet you had that underlying program that if it feels good, it seems good. That looks like it's good for right now. Take a deep breath in and out. Yeah. 
do you feel more settled in that decision? If I didn't even notice it before, but now I can really see that there was a shift in terms of you being like, yeah, I'm not so nervous about that anymore. No, I feel a lot better about it before. I didn't seem super nervous about it before, but when you talked about it, it did come up and now I don't feel it anymore. I actually feel your feet connecting to the floor. So you feel more grounded, which is what we were talking about, that safety feeling. We're just taking a look at your goals that we've talked about. So you were saying you wanted 100 million people that you're helping. Now you've shifted from that to being like, whoever it is that I help, will be exponentially worth it. Like that person will help other people and that person will help other people. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be listeners. direct. Right. So now you're moving the energy so that it becomes less having to look a certain way versus just being of huge service to the world, right? Yeah. Because these messages can still get out there without them actually being a listener. Like it it without them being like, downloads. People share the information, people share them you know, if you yeah, share, you were a big, you were a big proponent of talking about like the four agreements and, you know, oh, and you still do that prior to the podcast. About, I talk about what we talk about in my everyday life with everybody I talk about. I mean, I talk to people on work calls that are saying that deal's not going to happen. I'm like, can you not say that? <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk to you about something. <laughs> Good. I lecture everybody I work with. They all know about positive thinking and manifesting and stuff like that. So yeah. Awesome. So let's take a deep breath in and out. So now we do feel more settled in like knowing that you and Mark are going to create a business that has freedom, that it has impact. We want it to be financially doable. Yep. Financially so right now, abundant, take, successful. Take a look at this point because there is like, it, it is not falling where the rest of are right now. Do you feel the oh. difference within your body? If we say, you know, your business has impact, it has freedom for travel and things like that. But financially, do you, where do you feel it? That's the scariest thing for all, for both my, me and Mark. Right, right. Because ultimately, we're making shifts that we need to make sure that this business can sustain us financially. Right. Okay. So take a deep breath in and out. Let's take a deeper look at that. And without, you know, talking about numbers per se, what we want yeah. is a, set, a, a feeling of financial abundance and that will then start the process of bringing right. it in, right? So right. that's what I try and do. I try and think about my life and the things I have and how I'm living and traveling and all that stuff to try and signify the financial kind of abundance. But I you, need help tying it all together. Do you remember when you asked me uh, years ago, you're like, how do you know when somebody's lying? Because a lot of times my clients will tell me something and then they are actually not telling me the truth, but I can tell that it's not the truth. And and so I'll call them. No, what I'm trying to say is (laughs) the way that I described it is that the truth is very light and it floats. Like it it doesn't sink. So right now I can see and feel how your business will have impact. Like that feels soft and light and that your freedom is going to feel soft and light and there's no attachments to it, right? That like scariness. And then when I talk about the financial abundance, it's like, yeah. and I feel a lot hanging from your throat. It almost feels like um, one of those balls that, you know, hang from your leg, you know, like a ball and chain, you know, it's just like around your yeah. throat. So yeah. let's take a look at that. Your dad's energy was in there and that seems lighter right now. So let's take a deep breath in and out. There's a lot of 
busyness to financial abundance. There's a lot of management. And I know that we've talked about this with you before. I see your, you trying to manage the money. Like there's like a lot of writing it down, checking it out over here, checking it over there, you know, all this like busy work of like balancing numbers or things like that. So let's take a deep breath in and out and let that go. Because if you're trying to bring in an abundance, I'm not saying to be negligent about balancing your accounts and things like that and making sure you have enough money, but there's too much energy of like control and scarcity energy around that. Right. This number fits exactly here. This number fits there. And if you're trying to bring in, you know, where you can write checks on the fly and say for a charity or for whatever you're not going to be able to do that if you have to write down everything and everything has to balance and there has to be zeros and everything immediately, you know, and everything has to be controlled. You want to be able to write a check and just know that more money is coming in anyway. And that it's not right. an issue. Take a deep breath. I in heard now. you say arigato out, arigato in. And you're saying, thank you. When you, you say like a prayer, you say, I saw somewhere that when you spend money, you say basically like, thank you. And you're thanking the money that you have to spend. And then you're thanking it to come back in. Right. So I I've know. been trying to do that. Good. I love that because uh, a lot of times my, my partner will say, guess what we spent on our credit card bill? And I'm like, what at what? And she tells me, and then I'm like, great. That means that we had that money and that's why we spent it because we're not irresponsible. <laughs> you told me that. And then I, you told me that one time. I'm like, but I think I might've been irresponsible. For this person. <laughs> no, um, well, so, so that's why it's important to that. be, it's important to be conscious right. about what you're spending your money on and, and what you're doing. Yes, absolutely. But I think that I think that you have told me to, you know, when I get a paycheck and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful I got this paycheck. When I, you know, when I look at my bank account, I try and say how grateful I am for the money I have in my bank account. So I'm trying to, I am aware of it, but the program is still there. It's taken a little while to move. <laughs> right. Well, and it, there, it's all about the layers, right? There's different layers yeah. and owning uh, your outcome. Like if you don't do the energy work, you can only own so much, right? Uh, before it becomes resistance. And we're just continuing to chip away at that resistance so that we can just keep owning more and more. And one of the things that I love that I have been taught was people say when they spend their money, they say, go out and find your friends and come back. <laughs> So the so the ah. money is their friend and it goes out and then come back with more of your friends. It attracts and, their friends. I yeah. love that. Yeah, it's just a funny, friendly relationship with money. And everybody says money is energy. It's, you know, an exchange. And another thing that I've learned in the past is it's called bars. It's not my favorite thing. I don't quite understand everything about it, but one of the sayings is, so like if you got money, it's like, how does it get any better than that? within that statement, it's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing, but how does it even get better than that? So in the same- How how does it even get better than that? Right. How does it get even better than that? It's kind of like when you said, when you manifest, you say, what else is possible? Right. What else is possible? Like, this is awesome. I'm loving it. It's not a, it's not a, I'm not grateful for it. This is like, wow, this is really amazing. What else is possible? That's what we want to do is like, keep leaving that door open for new possibilities to come in, more abundance, things like that. So let's take a deep breath in now. I'm looking at your energy around this idea of abundance and the business that you guys are trying to create. And what I see is really just a connection between you and Mark and it just staying kind of still and stuck and heavy. Like just, you know, I see you guys connected and rigid. So let's take a deep breath in and out and let's see what we can do about that. I now, now moving a little bit of the energy, I can see Mark moving a little bit and you being like, uh Oh, where's he going? What is he doing energetically? 
So, and this is talking about abundance. So there's a need from you to know what he's doing with the money. There's this like, I need a control. Okay. She, she's shaking her head. <laughs> so he, it yeah. looks like you feel like he's That's like a the story of my life. Okay. So, I just like to control. Yeah. So it looks like you're trying to keep him from not going too far. Like he can move a little bit and he can wiggle a little bit, but he can't go too far. And it's not about your relationship. It's about him and spending money and abundance. Okay. So take a deep breath in and out. I like to be in the know. I like to just know everything that's going on. So what would it mean if he were to go out and start spending money and living an abundant life? What would that feel like to you? If we had the money, like if we yes, had the money. that's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Do you see the anxiety that's developing in you? You're even getting yes. hot. <laughs> I said you had the money and he's spending it and you're still getting anxiety. Yeah. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> Why am I? Please help. <laughs> so take a deep breath in and out. But what, my mind is like, why? No, I wouldn't. And then I'm going, wait, I don't feel that when I'm saying that. I don't feel that I'm saying I wouldn't care. It's weird. In your head, you're saying you wouldn't care, but your body is saying it's something different. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Okay, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Yeah. So let's take a look at that. Like, what does it mean if Mark were to be spending money and you had it, it was abundant. So there's really no reason to be concerned, correct? Yes. So, so, so you have plenty of money and Mark is spending it abundantly because you have it in abundance and you still feel anxiety. Take a deep breath in and out. I'm feeling, where do you feel that in your throat? I think it feels like, yep. Yeah. Okay. She just touched her throat. Okay. So what do you want to say? What is going on with that? It's the control and knowing it's, I think it's definitely tied to money wanting to be in the know about everything. And I've always been like a very spreadsheet document, kind of my money. I, when I was in high, college, I had Quicken and I would put in every no dollar I spent in the Quicken. It was Do you ridiculous. remember I when I said the, all that busy energy about balancing and just, yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm cracking up because I'm a complete, I just did a whole financial spreadsheet for college. I mean, like I am a spreadsheet queen. So it was cracking me up when you're talking about balancing stuff like that. Oh my God. I, I just know. like to know. I like to see. I like to have a visual. I like to have a handle on it. It's completely from my dad and my mom. Like I okay. know the way they so, manage their finances. So a lot of people who are into that kind of management, <laughs> that level of management, yeah. do it because they feel unsafe. All right. I just yeah. felt like I shiver go up my spine. So take a deep breath in and out. So sometimes we have to just push the energy, right? We have to go there. We have to say, mm-hmm. if you had okay. abundant money, and Mark was literally writing out million dollar checks every day, but it didn't matter because another million dollars would come in the second that he right. wrote it. So you had no worries. So you still feel the energy in your whole body being tight. Not well, as much. Yeah. It's well, <laughs> yeah, good. We're pushing the energy. Take a deep breath in and out. So keep imagining that Mark writing out a check and a hundred uh, and uh, fine, a hundred million coming in. <laughs> Mark, the more that so I try and I, I try and also like, taking my friends on a vacation together, like running a house and like taking my friends on vacation and giving money to charities and volunteering my time. Like I try and right. think about those things. But all of that, I still felt the anxiety around that. So let's focus. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's kind of hard to believe that I'll actually be there, that I'll be okay with it, that I'd be in that situation, I think. Right. So let's push Even the energy. Though- let's envision Mark writing out checks for million dollar checks. Million dollar check. And as soon as he writes that million dollar check, another million dollar check comes in. And just to Amy try. Stark. Yeah, to Amy Stark. That'd be great. The million dollar checks are going to Amy Stark directly. 
Uh, I'm programming you. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> so the and millions uh, of other people. Yeah. 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 So the million. So so he writes a million dollar check, and then your bank account fills back up again. So he spends the money, yep. comes back in. It spends the money, comes back mm-hmm. in. You're, I'm just trying to help you energetically keep moving the energy. So he writes the check, it comes back in. Uh, what we want to do is we want to pay attention. Where am I feeling it in my body? And then breathe through that and let that go. <clears throat> I just felt your left hand tingle and open up to receive. So now you're starting to feel more confident in my, Mark's ability to write a, a million dollar check and money to still keep coming in. It's getting there. You're, you're right at the cusp of shifting your reticular activating system. Take a deep breath in, in and out. So part of this exercise is about vulnerability. What if that was my life? Who am I if that's my life? You know, what kind of responsibility do I have if I have that kind of money, right? Am I capable of being the kind of person that has that power? A lot of people equate money with power. So one thing you and I know about the universe is that you wouldn't be given something that you couldn't handle, right? Like you wouldn't have too much money that would be your demise, right? A lot of people end up like that, but I I think in our circumstances, we've done a lot of energy work. We have a lot of good intentions. Good. You're starting to yawn. Deep breath in. But I lost it. Yeah. Don't fight it. (laughs) I wasn't fighting it. I just lost it. So sometimes in the back of our our head, we know about those lottery winners that like get a lot of money and then their life gets destroyed, right? So let's take a deep breath in and out and let that go. I was just thinking about that exact thought when you were saying that earlier. Like the only... They won't ruin you. Right. right? You know, Fen and I sat down and did this exercise. And one of the things that we had to outline was like, what are our requirements for who we give money to or how are we investing? You know, those kinds of things. You want to go deeper with that. Yeah. Because sometimes the responsibility of having that much money can really make you push it away, right? We don't want to be pushing it away. We want to know that we're capable of handling whatever amount of money comes in and spending it appropriately. And a lot of people say that money, once it comes in, it needs to have a direction. It needs to have an agenda. Otherwise, yeah, purpose. Right. Otherwise, it'll just go willy nilly. So if, if okay. the money comes in and you're like, okay, I, I do 10% towards charity every single time, mm-hmm. uh, this money goes towards this house, blah, blah, blah. So it's important to have that in the back of your mind that all the money that's coming in is going to have purpose and it's not going to be willy nilly because when it's willy nilly, that's when you start to run into trouble. Good. Take okay. In and out. Okay. So do you feel how the abundance now is starting to kind of come a little bit higher? It's a little bit lighter. It's not as far yeah. down, but it's not quite where freedom was. Okay. So take another deep breath in and out. How do you feel about Mark writing out checks and the money coming in? Getting better. It's kind of cool. You're a little bit curious about this idea, right? I can see it. Like I'm like, okay, I can see that. I can see him writing the checks and coming in. It's, yeah, I'm like interested about it. Exactly. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I can entertain that. Good. So there isn't this need to control what's happening. There's this curiosity of like, oh, I wonder where that money might be going to, but in, in a good way, like, oh, that's kind of cool. He must be helping somebody out, must be buying something important. There must be a right. good reason for it, right? Good. Right. Take a breath in and out. Instead of like he's wasting that money or where is it going? It's going right. to a good place. There's intention behind it for a good right. reason. Right. There's purpose, right? So that's purpose. really important. So <clears throat> when the money comes in, it probably is also coming in because it has a purpose, right? You're pulling it in because you are already claiming what it will be doing. So take a deep breath in and out. 
how do you feel about the buddy coming in? Feels like, of course, that has to happen in order for yeah, the other part like, to yeah, happen. Yeah, it'll come in. Good. It'll come in. It's coming in. It's coming in. Okay, so take another deep breath in and out. Now, how do you feel in terms of your body when it comes to Mark writing out checks? It doesn't feel as much. Like, I don't feel as much anxiety about it. You feel a little bit of the energy in your amygdala, in the back of the head, being stuck. So that's your fight or flight. So that's starting to drain. So how do you feel about you writing out checks and you managing money? I'm good with me managing money. It's spending it. Spending it. Spending it on you. I saw there was a problem with spending it on you. That seems like a waste. There's a knowingness in your head that you're supposed to spend money on you, but there's in your heart, it's a waste of money. I needed you, sorry. I know. So there's a worthiness to this. So take a deep breath in and out. So you're fine with Mark spending money on whatever it is that he wants to spend money. But if you have that opportunity to spend money on whatever you want to spend money on, how does that make you feel? I, it makes me feel a little bit more uneasy than Mark, but... It's not as bad, but it's yeah, still uneasy. It's not as bad. We want exactly. to have you either feel neutral or excited about it, right? Okay. So what's holding you up in terms of that? It looks like it seems like in your heart to your throat is like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be spending this money on. So you are feeling a lack of purpose in what you're supposed to be spending money on. So if like you have buckets where you are supposed to be spending this money on yourself, on, you know, let's say the RV that you want. So if like all of the money that's coming in has a direction. So there's a part of you that feels like it might be willy nilly, which is interesting Mm -hmm. because you're so into spreadsheets and tracking everything that how could it be really willy nilly, really nilly willy, willy nilly. Right. (laughs) Imagine the money coming in and it going right into yeah. those five, let's say, buckets, okay? So you have okay. places for each one. It has a purpose. It comes in. Now, how do you feel? Take a deep breath in and out. How does it feel? Better. Closer to neutral. Yeah. And I, I saw a smile. I saw a little creepy smile coming on your face <laughs> of like, ooh, what could I spend my money on? <laughs> right. I know. I got it written down already. <laughs> Is it the same kind of feeling you had just a few minutes ago where you were like, uh, I don't know. No, it's definitely okay. better. I definitely feel better about it. Yeah, that, you feel absolutely. you feel more confident in your ability to yeah. spend the money if it comes in. It has a place to go. You know yeah. what's going to happen. So take I know. I definitely know where I want to spend it. Yeah, cool. So it's important if we want to have abundance for it to have a purpose. purpose. So now take a look okay. at it compared to the other things that you were asking for. Does it feel as light as freedom? Yeah, it feels. There. It feels pretty good. And let's take a look at Mark's, yours and Mark's business together and its success. Does it feel successful? Mm -hmm. Having impact? Yeah. Good. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. This was great. I definitely feel better about this. It looks like for you. So we touched on my purpose, which is, you know, growing, you know, the business, being able to travel, which is freedom and also having financial freedom. So it all kind of went together. Do you feel how it's sitting all in your heart in a very nice, warm kind of like... Oh, it is. (laughs) It makes me so happy. That's what you've been looking for. You almost want to cry right now. I know. It really is. Because it's all coming together. Like all of this is coming together. And this is really helping, um, you know, writing... Everybody says, write down your goals. If you want anything, you have to write it down for it to come true. You know, so it's like 
really like think this is really good. It's you're helping people develop and think about what are their goals? What, you know, what do I want to do? What are the steps to get there? What's blocking me? You know, so I think this is extremely helpful to me. And I hope that I think it'll be helpful to everybody else listening. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. My pleasure. So now you are wild and free and able to manifest these goals. I love it. I love it. Very grateful. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Amy. And I'm excited. Thank you. All right. If you're enjoying the podcast, please share it with others. I'd really appreciate a review on Apple iTunes if you have a chance. Thank you, Amy, for being with us. Thank you all to the listeners for joining us and going on this journey. So with that, let's heal together. All content provided by Amy Stark and her, her guests on the Ophelia Podcast website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, were created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist. 